Hi, I am Shekhar Gupta and I bring to you this podcast version of this week's National Interest. For a quarter century now, a pattern has been set in our electoral cycle where three important states go to the polls just about six months before the next general elections. Now you can make it four from three because Telangana has also been added since the bifurcation of Andhra Pradesh. While it is tempting and fashionable to call these the semi-finals before the, before the big final next summer, it is also erroneous. As we know from 2003 onwards, these elections usually give utterly misleading cues about general elections. You can, however, often find, often find in these polls bigger ideas that will dominate national politics in the years to follow. I know you will ask me, how do we say that these give misleading cues, I can only say you should have Mr. Vajpayee did not know this and this is the reason he thought these were the semi-finals. His party swept the three Hindi heartland states, Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, Chhattisgarh and, and encouraged by that, he advanced the final because he thought he had done so well in semi-final, he should carry the same momentum forward and we know what happened in the summer, summer of 2004, that is when NDA lost power. This ongoing campaign, however, has marked the return of a season of small ideas, usually as bad as the many we have seen before, some even worse. If these go on to define our politics in the general elections next year, and after that, we are in for dismal times. Broadly, the bad ideas are subsidies and giveaways on the one hand, the caste census and enhanced reservations based on that, jiski jitni abadi basis, the next. I admit that one voter's freebies can be another voter's ticket to empowerment. That bold reform and economic growth nobody is talking about because that calls for a kind of patience and calm that doesn't exist in our 24 by 7 by 365 politics. Just 15 years ago, we were hailing the rise of the aspirational voter after the previous two decades, politics of grievance, mostly of identity, religion, caste, the first led to the growth of the BJP's vote share and the second helped OBC parties in the Hindi heartland. We celebrated the fact that now, 2009 onwards, India's voters, especially the young, were looking at a better future and voting for it rather than moaning over the past. The politics of hope was trumping the politics of revenge and that was something to celebrate. It is a long-established trend in Indian politics that the dominant leader defines the issue, issues of the day and the rest build their counter around these. India is a unique democracy in that it is almost always unipolar. The one dominant party forms that solitary pole and all the rest fight around it. For a good 60 years after the first election in 1952, we lived in the unipolar epoch of the Congress. All other politics was defined as being against the Congress or against the Gandhi family. At various points in that time, the socialists, the Hindi heartland, agrarian parties like Charan Singh's party and the BJP's parent, the Bharatiya Janasangh, they dominated the opposition, but they never succeeded in building a bigger idea to counter the Congress the Gandhi dynasty or an ideological second pole. Not even, not even when they united as one party, the Janata Party in 1977. To merely be anti-Congress or anti-Gandhi family was not an ideology. That period ended with the rise of Narendra Modi, 
beginning 2013 that's when he rose in the bjp since then since 2013 we have stepped into our second unipolar epoch that of modi's bjp how he defines his politics and policies leads his challengers on to constructing their own counters given that he comes from a sharply defined and documented ideology it is that much easier for his rivals to respond now while his rivals may not have much ideological political coherence among themselves they can they can speak in a common voice on one issue their definition of secularism versus bjp's hinduized idea lately however most of them most of modi's rivals have been shy of doing so a concern over alienating the hindu voter is evident and probably also understandable whether whether you vote for him or not you would acknowledge that modi sets up his own stage and is the master of the set piece he also sets up the larger issues that define that define the contest has he done so in these elections yet the fact is the three things that he and his party have been talking about are giveaways which include subsidies and and market distortionary interventions and caste and religion based issues the opposition which is which is mostly the congress in this five state phase is also talking about these larger issues or at least the first two of these that is giveaways and caste religion is very much a bjp campaign plank and marks all its campaigns on caste modi's initial reaction was to pour contempt over the bihar government releasing the report of its caste census and and rahul gandhi afterwards following up leading the clamor for for proportionate representation for the backward classes based on their population speaking at a pre campaign rally on gandhi jayanti that is 2nd october while while launching rupees 9000 crore plus projects at gwalior in madhya pradesh prime minister modi said and i quote the opposition back then played the played with the sentiments of the poor they are still playing that game back back then they divided people in the name of caste and even today they are committing the same sin and i close quotes that is mr modi's exact line he has gotten off that curb since and in and in telangana he has built a sizable pitch on caste specifically in the case in the case of the marigas by far the largest section among the dalits that is about 16% of telangana's electorate it is widely believed that malas the other important though much smaller group among telangana's dalits get a much large larger share of the benefits jobs reservations etc in effect he is making a promise no different from that of the caste based parties and the congress a share of benefits in proportion to your population in other campaign speeches in rajasthan he has needled the gujjar voters or gurjar voters by reminding them how their leaders the pilot family had been treated badly by the congress party to take you back to what happened after inaugurating the bundelkhand expressway on 16 july 2022 the prime minister said that efforts were being made to bring in the culture of collecting votes by distributing free revdis that is sweets pm modi again warned people against the revdi culture or what he called as the revdi culture under which and i quote again under which votes are collected by promising freebies and and he also said this could be very dangerous for the development of the country i will in fact read up the exact quote from him also and i quote from the prime minister on 16 july 2022 last year 
दिस रेवडी कल्चर इज वेरी डेंजरस फॉर द डेवलपमेंट ऑफ द कंट्री दैट्स ए पी एम स्पीकिंग दिस रेवडी कल्चर इज वेरी डेंजरस फॉर द डेवलपमेंट ऑफ द कंट्री दोज विद रेवडी कल्चर विल नेवर बिल्ड न्यू एक्सप्रेस वेज न्यू एयरपोर्ट्स डिफेंस कॉरिडोर्स फॉर यू टूगेदर वी हैव टू डिफीट दिस थिंकिंग रिमूव रेबड़ी कल्चर फ्रॉम फ्रॉम द पॉलिटिक्स ऑफ द कंट्री राइट सी द कॉन्ट्रास्ट नाउ The fact is that since April this year, he hasn't used used that expression, that rebel culture expression, publicly, and his own electoral politics now has reversed so fully that his government is now selling subsidized Bharat branded atta wheat flour. That is, it was probably the setback in Karnataka that shook him and his party. As is the known pattern in our politics, the loser, the loser always searches for external factors to blame rather than rather than look within. Otherwise, the BJP would have known they were paying for the disastrous years of governance under their own chosen hand-picked chief minister Basavraj Bomai by ignoring Yadurappa. Instead of looking within or introspecting, they blamed the Congress party and its giveaways, particularly its five promises. how quickly this bjp responds to electoral cues is evident from how within not a very long time just over a few months from the prime minister's last public condemnation of rebel culture his party has built its pitch in the poll bound states mostly on that basis a poster widely used by the bjp in its rajasthan campaign is headlined modi ki guarantee and it lists 20 promises from rupees 2 lakh bond deposits for young women and free scooters to a bonus on the wheat minimum support price and rupees 1200 per year to poor students who buy uniforms and so on you will see this poster on your screens in madhya pradesh his party has already been so psyched by the congress party's doles to women that it has almost fully replicated that idea that's a largely bana scheme in this race to the bottom the one note of aspiration or optimism we see is the congress party's promise to create a madhya pradesh madhya pradesh franchise for the ipl for all we know the bjp may do well in the states and in the coming national polls as well this however marks the first time it has it has changed its tried tested and successful campaign track in response to the opposition bjp usually sets the agenda for the opposition This is shown by the evidence on caste as well as what was once derisively dismissed as rebel culture. Prime Minister Narendra Modi and his party have campaigned in these elections and uncharacteristically without any big ideas. Of course, winning each election at all costs could be a big idea as well. <laughs>